I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for Top Draw Comedy Nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Absolute Radio. Hey, it's Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio, Emily, Gareth, podcast. <laughs> and um, that's all the components. All you have to do is put them into a workable sentence, send them to this address. The Workhouse, Kensington. OK, so um, we just uh, we did the show today, and now we're doing the intro to the show as usual, and... Um, I like the show. We had Tom Basden. Tom he was Basden's quite a handsome man. Was he handsome? Well, they would be able to appreciate that on the podcast, clearly. He's not Ben Miller standards, who mm. is. But he was. He had said something, didn't he? Yes. Talent as well. Talent's uh, an aphrodisiac. Yes. yes, that's true. Isn't he? Mm. I find it to be an aphrodisiac. <laughs> um, whereas oysters never work for me. <laughs> See, it's odd, isn't it? You know, if a million people say a stupid thing, it's still a stupid thing. Am I right? It is. A thousand blockheads do not make one intelligent man. Hitler. Yeah, that is, that's another. <laughs> that's a less good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, I, I I enjoyed the show in a kind of a uh, in the way I enjoy if I've got a toothache, putting my tongue into the hole that where that is the very source. Of oh, the that's not oh. that bad. You did have a little. You had a bit of a shouty, screamy off air though, which we won't go into. Well, I do, it does get mentioned, yeah, but there yeah. was there was tension in the air. There was I tension. I mean, let's not preempt. Yeah. But there was. Uh, I've been so trying for years that. not to. Uh, yes. Yeah. So there will be that. So there was. The, it was. Mm. It got With a bit. Your manager, difficult. wasn't it? Yeah. Well, don't like I say don't preempt. Well, but you ignored I'm just me. Like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah. Why don't you just tell the whole story now and, and preempt up to the ceiling? <laughs> Go on! Well, okay, so um, Frank had uh, written a script, I think, and um, <sighs> I'm not going to do it really. No, okay. You can hear about my. Um, I got in trouble as well, which you can hear about. Yes. Mm. I sometimes wonder why we do these bits and not just let them listen. <laughs> I mean, what? You know what I mean? If you don't, if I go and see a film, somebody doesn't come on at the beginning and say, "Oh, there's a, you know, some bits in this where um, this and the alien creature like sits on a bike and it flies through the air." It's a bit like um, foreplay or something. It's a bit like you wondered then if you could say foreplay, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And then I looked at you and I thought, "Oh, he's yeah, there." Yeah, you, you can say foreplay. I think that's all right. I think children listen. They won't know what that is anyway. No. And nor will a lot of men. <laughs> and also, you know, if children listening to the podcast, I mean, as it, as it, it's come to a, a pretty fine state of affairs, if children are being allowed to go on computers on their own, <laughs> what next? I mean, okay, I don't mind a supervised look at the Angelina Ballerina site, but to me, that's it. <laughs> it's amazing the way they did that thing when they changed the costume just by clicking. How do they do that? It's amazing. Anyway, here's the show. Get over it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner. I'm with Emily. I'm with Gareth. I've got Piggard! <laughs> I've got all Piggard! <laughs> yes. Good morning, and I hope everything's all right in your house. Um, obviously, the fire was a bit of a shocker. Right? But, you know... I don't know about you, I never much liked that sofa anyway. <laughs> so, um, how's it going, guys? You all right? Oh, it's yeah, all right. Mm. So sitting there just sniggering at me, we're all in this together. <laughs> mm. I, um, I, were, I stayed last Now, come night. on, you can do better than okay. that. That's three eyes. I mean, I think the eyes have it at the moment. <laughs> la, 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 la. Okay, now, and relax, and go. <clears throat> in the room I stayed in last night, there was um, a, a, a small electric fire. Mm-hmm. And um, it was by my bed to warm You and your anecdotes again. <laughs> is that it? That's not it, is it? Oh, no, no, that's not it. Gather by the no, fireside, children. One, one bar or two? <laughs> I don't think it was a bar one, but basically when I came... It I wasn't went a bar one. They oh. wouldn't have allowed you to sleep in there. <laughs> I went to the toilet in the middle of the night, came back and tripped over it. Slipped, uh, tripped over the electric... Was it on? Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was on. And I don't lie to make it more I was terribly burnt. Oh, I see. I wonder what that smell was. I thought it was the drains. <laughs> it was burning flesh. <laughs> I went to uh, I went to a debate. Now, how often do you get to a debate? I didn't know they really existed. No. This was at the Royal Geographical Society. Ooh. 
and I couldn't find it. I, my mate was already there, and I'm on the phone saying, "I said, he said, well, where are you? I said, well, I'm on Exhibition Road. He said, where are you on Exhibition? I said, I'm off, I'm opposite this building. It's like a glass building. It's got a big map of the world on the front. He said, yeah, that's the Royal Geographical Society, and I thought, I should have seen that, shouldn't I? Really? Yeah. I mean, what else is going to have a map of the world on the front? Were they having a heated debate then? It was about... Uh, the, the title of the debate is Should England Be a Catholic Country Again? Oh. No. So that's this week's phone <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, it isn't. It definitely isn't. And it was... Uh, Neil Francis did that phone in anyway. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Has he already done it? Oh, man. Never mind. See, uh, if you're not in first on this station, someone's in ahead of you. Well, it was... Uh, there was a lot of very, very posh people there. Oh, I bet. Most of them, I would say, over 100. Ladies with scarves and court shoes. Ladies with enormous scarves. You, you, you've got a big scarf on today. I don't know why women wear those giant-sized scarves. Because they're in fashion. You could windsurf. <laughs> if it came to it, you could windsurf with the aid of that scarf. Anyway, when we left the place, I'd say there was about 700 people there. There were so many old people. Leaving there honestly took longer than... than I've, I've left Wembley Stadium with 80,000. I was out there quicker. I mean, the stairs, like, they obviously all live in bungalows. They looked at the stairs with complete horror. <laughs> and, you know, you're behind them and you think, I can't actually shove, but I can give them no space at all, just to yeah, keep, yeah. keep the idea in their head that they have to move forward. Otherwise, they'll stop and start looking for cake if you give them a second to themselves. <laughs> and then I, um, I hosted, I'm, I'm doing my whole week in one yeah, go, go on. so I'm, I've got to rush off. Oh. I think you, you'll all be all right that, would you? No, I, um... I, I, I... Don't start oh, with the I, Oh, <laughs> you two, so I early on. I started with a, um... <laughs> I'm self-conscious, now I can't do it! What I, did I, you host? I hosted a diversity evening at Channel 4. Oh, Would Diversity you? the Dance Troupe, no, the no, one Britain's no. Got Talent. No, the, the one who, so, who robbed <laughs> Susan Bott. They didn't rob Susan Bott, I don't want to start that rumour. <laughs> but let's say... They wouldn't have had a chance against her. Well, yeah, but, you know, some stuff went missing from her dressing room, they didn't take it from her person. I'm not, I'm not saying they did it, but they were in the studio. I think it was a little girl who did the phony cry. She was knocking around. We know she's capable of dishonesty. And, and you know, I don't think they had much money in that family. And uh, Susan Boyle left some jewellery in there. I think she left, uh, you know those heavy metal claws that you see people wear in Camden? She had one of them in sterling silver that she left in the dressing room. And some sort of um, headdress she had with a, with a kestrel on it. I can't remember the details. Anyway, um, I hosted this thing on Diversity for Channel 4, which is about minorities getting into television, that's what it's about. Oh. So there was, you know, there was, there was black people there and there was... Um, there was disabled people there. Yeah. There was one lesbian. Turn right. Um, and we talked about... There was about... a Birmingham. You were there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think they... Because, you know... That's why the... they got you, I think. I'm not being rude because you're from Birmingham. <laughs> I said I don't think... <laughs> Did you get a lot of pitying looks? <laughs> well, I played I played it up quite a, quite a bit, as you can imagine. I didn't wear shoes and socks. <laughs> But um, I said, you know, I don't feel really right to, to do a diversity night because, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a white middle-aged man, you know. Yeah. Got a few bob in my pocket. I don't think I'll be liked. <laughs> but I thought, then again, I, well, I, I, I'd say I did it for three main reasons. Yeah. I, I, you know, I did it because um, I think, obviously, divert, it's, it's good to encourage everybody. I think it's a mm. shame if there's any wasted talent. I think the second reason I did it is because I used to be in a bed sitting in Birmingham thinking... You know, it was impossible to get into comedy and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. So, and I think the third reason I did it is that I forgot that England were playing that night. <laughs> oh. Absolute Radio. Something that did happen to me at that um, diversity evening, by the way, oh, yeah. is that, uh, I don't think I'll, I'll name it, but there was a, a comedian there who was sort of, you know, a, a comic and who's, who's doing uh, the circuit and done some telly and all that. And she said to me, oh, because you're... Um, you did the. You're on absolute. Aren't you doing with the uh, doing the Gareth Richards show? <gasps> <laughs> I well, what could I say? <laughs> Apparently, she's a. I mean, you know, she's on the circuit. Gareth's been going around, obviously, bigging himself. We don't want to know what he's been doing on the circuit. <laughs> no, exactly. Her. But that's honestly what she said to me. Oh. Isn't that nice, Gareth? No, I think I think I'm waiting for an apology. <laughs> an apology. No, I, I, I'm happy for you to tell people it's your show. I'm just glad that you're so proud to be involved at all. 
Well, that's all very well, Frank. But well, we, is it all very well? We've had a tweet in from a bona fide celebrity. A tweet? Yeah. I believe we now have 4,000 followers. We I do. mean, we're right up there with um, Anthea Turner. And, uh, and Dave Gorman. Dave Gorman has 63,000. <laughs> oh. I think he beats us on this station. Anyway, so what, what was tweeted? I mean, so, I'm anti-tweet, as many okay. of you know. Uh, Frank's anti-tweet. He doesn't understand technology, but you can tweet... No, I, I understand Frank- prying. <laughs> That's what I understand. Do you want to hear this tweet? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Pterodactyl. So um, do you know yeah. Duncan Bannatyne? Duncan Bannatyne from Dragon's Den. Oh, no, yeah. The, you the Scottish are my one. Ballantine. <laughs> it's not Ballantine, it's Bannatine. Bannatine, is yeah. it? Okay, right. Anyway, he's off of Dragon's Den. Yes. He's the scary one. He goes, I'm out. I'm out, he says. Yeah. Um, he sent a tweet saying someone was suggesting that possibly. I think somebody shouted that at the diversity evening. <laughs> anyway, carry on. <laughs> that possibly that wasn't the real you on Twitter, our Twitter page. So Duncan said, I want to know if this is the real Frank. If this is the real Frank, can you tell me where did we meet recently? Ah. So can you answer this, Well, I can Frank? answer that, because I was actually um, leaving my flat the other night, <gasps> and um, who should be on the way in but Duncan Ballantyne? What was going on? Who was I he know. there to see? No, I think he... Well, he had a key. He let himself a key? in. key? Yeah. What's your flat? I think he was just out. Oh, no, right. I think he... Um, I'll tell you something. He's, he's a much more handsome man in the flesh. Oh, I, don't I quite say like that him in any seedy way, but he is—he's quite dashing looking. I like him, but then I do go for the Henry VIII bully, so that's probably why. Yeah, well, one of those it, was, it was one of those moments when celebrities meet. Let's call it that. I was once in a Birmingham <laughs> public house, and uh, working behind the bar, I think he actually might have. Oh, let's say he owned it. Um, was Paul Henry who used to play Benny in Crossroads? Oh yeah. And there was a bit where. I walked in and I recognised him and he recognised me and we walked across the bar and we shook hands. And it was a bit like, I think, bear in mind this was in Birmingham. Yeah. Everyone stopped and stared. It was a bit like, <laughs> you know, you know on, the, um, on the Sistine Chapel ceiling where Adam and uh, God are just touching their fingers. Like that. For, in, by Birmingham standards, it was, it was like that. You and Benny. It was like that scene in Mephisto, the German art house movie. Where the bloke playing the devil shake hands with the Nazi officer in the theatrical box and the whole audience look up. You, you know that bit? Mm. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I think Neil Francis did a whole thing on it this morning. <laughs> Again, he's. Oh, God. I mean, I just can't get in before him. It's as simple as that. Absolute Radio. Uh, this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. <laughs> you can text us on 81215. We're having a bit of an exciting experiment this morning because um, Daisy who is the associate producer, brackets, makes tea, close brackets, um, <gasps> has replaced Emma, the producer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anything could happen. It's very I'm all fi- about Eve. I'm finding it quite exciting, but it's created a tension. I've just had an argument with my yes. manager. <laughs> oh, that was awful. I know, it was. It was an awkward moment. Because my yeah. manager's in here, and I, we had a bit of an argument, everyone else. You know when everyone starts looking at the floor? like, like When you go around someone's house and they have a bit of an yeah. argument, yeah, yeah, why you yeah. don't know where to look, it was like that. So what it's like is it's like, it's like when a parent lets the child sit on their lap and drive the car. <laughs> Whilst some other people are having an argument in the back seat. Yes. the vibe. So you're very tense indeed. Yeah, so I'm in tears. Is it like watching somebody blow off a very large balloon? (laughs) You know that feeling when you think, oh, God. I'm quite loving the histrionics, (laughs) personally. Yeah, Yeah. I think they're a good band. (laughs) They get get a lot of stick, I think. Emily's slightly stirring. She's making it Oh, yeah, I'm fanning the flames. I wish you'd be slightly stirring and read this email, eh? We have a lovely email from Steve Sprang. Is it Sprang? Steve Sprang. I'm Sprange. thinking it's Sprange. It's Can we Sprange. say it's Sprange? Sprange? That's much better. And also, it sounds like somebody mispronouncing Steve Strange. <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh, I used to love that. Steve Sprange in Bizarre. <laughs> Go on. Hi, Frank, Emily and Gareth. Frank, was wondering if you could help. I remember you saying David Baddiel's cat is Chairman Meow. Yes. I'm getting a new cat very soon and would love to name it something very interesting and not the norm. Have you any ideas? Well, I always used to say to Dave that um, if I had a cat, which I, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm not partial. You're not? I'm not partial to cats. Oh. No. And I'm not going to say that thing that everybody says about how oh, they're a bit haughty and stuff yeah. like that. Because I, I actually find cats, they come to me and sit on my lap and stuff. I want them to be haughty. I encourage distance and haughtiness in them. But they want stroking and stuff. 
And just lately, I've actually got to the point where I sneeze. So, um, but they're no whippet either, Frank, are they? And that's what you've been reared with. <laughs> no, I know that, but I've actually got allergic to cats in later life. If I had a cat now, I'd have to have it Scotch Guard. I don't believe those allergies. I think that's like those food allergies. Oh, you don't believe. believe. You'll be telling me next you, you don't believe in corn circles. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I, and I always said to Dave, if I was going to choose a cat's name, um, I, I, um, my favourite film is a film called True Grit, a John Wayne film. Oh, OK. Cowboy film. And he had a cat in that, and it was called General Sterling Price. <laughs> and I think that's such a brilliant name a for a cat. Name. Yeah, fantastic. I've come up with a good one. Go on. Well, his name's Steve. Why doesn't he call it Cat, question mark, Stevens? Cat with an apostrophe yeah, on the yes. Stevens. Oh, well, that is absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Thank you very much. I can't. I can't breathe. Gareth's a bit jealous. Tablets in my jacket. <laughs> um, that's good. Gareth? No, I've nothing. Okay. Uh, he thinks puns are his area, so he's a little, little bit jealous. Um, <laughs> Samuel Johnson, a hero of mine, oh, um, yeah. he had a cat called Hodge. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah, and our, in, in The Life of Johnson, which is obviously the book about his life, um, he's talking about the cat, and, and the writer... Uh, James Boswell says to him, oh, nice cat you've got, Sam. And he said, well, I'll be honest with you, I've had, I've had cats I like better. And he said at that moment, Hodge looked at him and like he was a little bit offended. Oh. And Johnson said, oh, but Hodge is a very fine cat, a, a very fine cat indeed. And I like oh. the fact he thought he'd offended the cat. <laughs> so I think Hodge is a rather fine name for a cat. But what I'd really like, on the, on the sort of clever, ponning, funny names for, the, mm. for Steve Sprange's cat, is um, I don't know if we're going to top Cat Stevens. I think you might have frightened oh, them off you. early. But uh, we'd like we'd like to know what our re- uh, our readers yes our readers <laughs> think because we do. I don't know if you know, but this is going out in Braille. Yeah. Um, well, um, Sarah from Stourbridge is straight in. Oh, is she? Hey, oh, Frank. I used to live in Stourbridge. Tell her I used to live on the Lakeside Estate in Amblecote. You tell her that. Um, Sarah, um, Frank used to live somewhere near you. Um, hey, Frank. My dad called his cat Mandu. I think it's Cat a... Catman too, brilliant. Oh, that's what good. About, uh, what about Arnold Whisker? After the, oh, the playwright, Arnold it. Whisker. Right, it's, gone, it's gone slightly intellectual this oh, morning. I'm Don't worry, I'll, I'll see to it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Yes, that's right. OK, um... It's still Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. <laughs> still Emily, still Gareth. Where's Gareth? If you were hoping that that was the changeover, then I'm sorry, <laughs> you're very much out of luck. <laughs> um, did anyone see Question Time, by the way, this week? Yeah, I did. Oh, what do you think? Well. Hold it, well, I didn't see. Did you, did not? you not see it? But your neighbour was in it, Carol Vorderman. Oh, I thought you meant Duncan Ballantyne. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she disgraced herself. I'm sorry, I know she's your showbiz mate, Hold so you've on got a to minute. be she nice is a about very, her. She's very nice woman. I'm sure she is. She doesn't, she doesn't actually live in my flats anymore. She, I'm sure uh, she is very nice, but it's not enough putting on legally blonde specs. I don't know if she can specs. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> well, she done that thing of putting on legally blonde tortoiseshell specs like me and thinking, oh, I'll look intellectual. Oh, did she wear yeah. specs on question time? Yeah, she did, yeah. Oh, dear. Um, but it <laughs> she shouldn't have done that. She shouldn't have done that. But it didn't go well, Gareth. No, did it? it's quite a lineup, wasn't it? Mm. Like she was in, she was in intimidating company. Um, Shirley Williams was on. Boris Johnson, Will Self, Lord Adonis. It was a bit rubbishy. Lord really Adonis. So oh, I like. I'd love to be called the Lord, Lord Adonis. Adonis. I love him. Uh, that's surely that's what the OC should be called. <laughs> if there was any justice in the world. But she kept getting it wrong, Frank. She was too informal. Can you get it wrong on question yes. time? It's not a quiz, you, you know get that, it badly don't. wrong. Like, OK, so when David Dimbleby... Do they get points? I don't think they do. <laughs> when David Dimbleby does the rounding up saying, and next week I'll be... And she's going, ooh, ooh, in the background. You can't do that. It's no, not question was, um... time. And then... What, she was doing a kind of a <laughs> the price is right approach to question time. I'm liking the sound of it. You're slagging her off, but I'm liking the sound of it. Well, and then yeah. the Lord Adonis was talking about some inquiry. She said, well, there should be an inquiry into this. And the Lord Adonis said, there is one tomorrow. She oh, said, dear. well, there should be one. And he said, there is one. And she went, well, I absolutely disagree. Mm. You can't say that. Was there any 
Was there any maths questions? <laughs> no. I think that's the See, problem. See, that's what you want. You want yeah. a couple of things about politics and then a bit of mental arithmetic, really, mm. to even things well, up that's a it. bit. Because she's perfectly fine when she's talking about maths. She's she seems perfectly like fine. A, like a lovely p- maths person. Yes. <laughs> but she was like a dreadful, embarrassing right-wing auntie yeah. who had oh, like, educated herself from the Daily Mail and Mein Kampf. She kept saying... <laughs> oh, my goodness me. <laughs> she kept saying, they're all getting their knickers in a twist in Westminster. I thought, oh, you can't say that on question yeah. time. <laughs> we, the people, are so tired of politicians sitting She's in coming. their eyes. In case you're wondering, she just burst into the studio. <laughs> well, well I'm trying I mean... to be the voice of the people when she's like the conservative maths lady or something. Yeah. <laughs> she's chief of conservative maths. <laughs> Is she? Yeah, she's trying to, like... Do maths that sends asylum seekers home, something like that. Oh. Can I anyway, just... Rachel Riley's on next week. That'll be better. <laughs> Can I just interrupt Short skirt. this? Yep. Sorry? Say, we've had an awesome cat name come in. OK. I, I'm excited. My cat's name is Oedipus. <laughs> oh, I love it. That is good. Has he got an Alsatian called Rex? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. Oedipus. Oedipus. I know, I get it. Oedip- yes, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> That's from Sharon, by the way. What was that other one that came in about the cat? Oh, we had um, another, a lady, uh, oh, it was Adrian, actually, someone called Adrian, saying, we had two cats from kittens. One sadly died last year. His name was Alan Cat. Alan Cat. Alan Cat, I quite like. I think think including cat in the name as a surname, like Roland Rat, (laughs) or um, Yogi Bear. I think cat, I think the full name with cat at the end is quite good. Cat as a surname, why not? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We say that. Okay, so if you've got any uh, funny cat names for Stephen Sprange, who, let's face it, <laughs> is not short on funny names himself, <laughs> um, then send them in because um, that's kind of, as you can see, we don't have much to talk about this morning. Any de- anything, anything you want to send in, just send in some stories from your life, household tips, shopping lists, anything. We could just rescue us, please. <laughs> Anyway, I'll get back into this row with my agent. I'll just put some... (laughs) Absolute Radio. Can you believe the show is one year old next week? And I've I've actually played Born to Run progressively. I don't feel I can top that. But I might top myself. Um, I once heard that Kid Jensen play that. And in the instrumental break, he faded it down and said... (laughs) The kid plays the boss. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, I was going to do it then, but I, I didn't think anyone would get the reference, which is reasonable, I think. So um, I'm, I've become um, fascinated by this legal battle between the sugar babes and oh. the sugar babes. Mm. I don't know if you know about this, but the current lineup of the sugar babes. Oh uh, yeah, can, I can name them. Can you name the current lineup? Uh, uh, Jade. Yes. Um, Jade. Am- Emily. Okay. And Heidi. Heidi. Yes. Well, I I saw them um, close up the other week because I did that um, Let's Dance for Comic Relief show and they were on there and I I, I was sitting there as a judge. They're like 10 feet away and they're lovely lovely girls Mm -hmm. and, you know, singing and all that, smashing. But they've... Smashing. That's my granddad. I'll tell you what they've done. I think they've lost a uniformity of image. Because well, oh, okay. two of the girls, I'm not going to name names, but two of them are more of the sort of, you know, if you were making a stance about, you know, women, they're in control of their own bodies. Why should they, you mm. know, be mm. dieting and all that? They're just natural. And you think, well, that's great. But if you're going to do that, you don't want to get in then one who's very slim and like a supermodel. Because, you know... So when, they don't match up, you, well, you mean? Know when you, sometimes, have you ever bought a new piece of furniture, put it in the house and thought, oh, now the rest of the house looks... You know what I mean? Yes. I know what you mean. Like when you, like a coat of paint. It's, suddenly, it's gone a yeah. bit like that. Mm. So you've got the two natural women, which I don't get me wrong, I love, mm-hmm. but then you've got the very, very... And I feel that they, they hate her, right, oh. because they hate, they hate her slimness and all that. So you think there's, it's, there's an aesthetic imbalance? I mm. think, yeah, I think they've, they've, they've messed up their image by... Uh, it's, what they've done is they've kept some of the old stuff and, and brought... It reminds me when, when Jo Brand, when she first started on, on the comedy circuit, she used to say things like, I looked at the new point... I looked at the local points of interest. <laughs> I went down to the cake shop. <laughs> I went and did some exercise. <laughs> I opened my eyes. I mean, she did funnier jokes than that. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, she was funny there. Yeah. She was great. I but I remember that. Bob Mills, the comedian, saying, "I don't know Joe Brand's app, but I could whistle it to you." And it had a very da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when she start, then she started getting more naturalistic and just talking. And mm. so she'd be saying, "Yeah," and then blah blah blah. And then she suddenly go da 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 da. And you could sense the, the bits of the old stuff. Oh, I see. Anyway, the three former members of the Sugar Babes. Um, Keisha and Mutcher Mutcher. and Siobhan they're saying well you know why can't we be called the Sugar Babes yeah they're trying to get the name back so they're trying there's a lawsuit in which they they get the name but I thought the current lineup, if they could split the name and the current lineup could have Sugar which Mm. obviously they're quite partial to (laughs) Frank and then the other one could have Babes because he's a bit more apt and I thought that would be fine no, I'm just, 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 I'm just trying to make peace. Can I just Happy say to is you, the peacemaker. Can I just or say is to the you kingdom as well? Of God? Sorry. How dare you say this? You're complaining about, oh, aesthetically, they're not very appealing to No, either. I never you, said that. OK, but you're saying there's an imbalance. OK, yeah, may well, I draw your attention... they were on a seesaw. <laughs> Frank, may I draw your attention to the fall? Oh, yeah, that's very visually appealing, isn't it? <laughs> the fall... They mate, all look great the together. The fall are not about looking... You know, I mean, these girl bands, I'll they say set themselves not. up there's as a, being there, beautiful women. There's a brilliant balance to the fall. There's a very, <laughs> very ancient-looking man and some young people who look like they're worried for their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very good balance. It's a bit like well, this studio. It's exactly, <laughs> like, it's, it's exactly the same <laughs> line yeah. this show. No, I know what you mean. I think in a... In a in a band you need variety and if yeah. there's too many like in a room you need a you need a load bearing wall and yes. you have so they've got two load bearing walls at the moment in the sugar babes and that's yeah but i don't get me wrong though if there was three like that it would be gr- i'd respect them for okay, the fact so they haven't like... fallen into the trap of having to stop eating to being a girl band but you know you've got to you've got to um, be consistent with your image i feel now i've said a bad thing <laughs> I, can i say i obviously well we'll I was soon a find man. out Etc. Etc. You haven't. So you've alluded to a bad thing. <laughs> uh, I think that's all right. If yeah, you allude to fine. a bad thing. Yeah, I think that's okay. Oh, I'm, I'm on the edge now. I feel like I, I don't want to say anything sexist on the show. I'm just saying that you know, I'm not going to keep saying it because I'm digging deeper and yeah. deeper and deeper, and um, that's bad. Well, in the future, we'll just not talk about the chubby sugar. Let's babe. not even talk They're about the future. They're not chubby. What? Oh my god. <laughs> no, I never said chubby. No, when he did. did. I th- no, he just said it. Oh my god. They might be listening to this. What if yeah. Carol Vorderman's listening? Oh my god! I can see him now in a cafe, <laughs> eggs, bacon, chips, beans, radio, radio on behind the counter. You know, what room, What room, then? What did he say? Cheek. Yeah, the cholesterol babes—they could call about that. <laughs> they don't, you know, if they don't like sugar. Carb babes. Yeah, that'd be—I'd be all right with that. The sweetness babe. The sweetness—they could do that. It could be someone to you know to live up to. Oh. God, how long's this link? <laughs> I'm running out of things to say. What should we talk about now? Well, I I've sing? got something good. Younger um, than springtime, are you? The NutraSweet babes. That could yes, be a too good many one. now. Oh, stop talking about the poor old sugar babes. Listen, we've had a text in on May 12, 15, <laughs> from, um, about a cat's name, from Janet and Anthony in Edinburgh. Mm. Our present cat is called Claus McGraw. After my previous cat got neutered, he was called Kane as he was no longer able. I that's love that. Oh. I like Claus McGraw. <laughs> I think that's really good. Well, oh, I love Sa- it. Could you have Santa Claus for a cat's name? That's a Call great it one. Santa. Yeah. Mm. Although, of course, you know, I wouldn't encourage anyone to give a pet for Christmas because they're not just for Christmas. <laughs> they're yeah. well, they say they're for a lifetime. I find they last seven to eight years max. <laughs> <laughs> that's without traffic. Oh yeah, and they're for at least one season. I find. <laughs> yeah. And this, exactly, and this thing about, you know, seven years to one year, it's no seven years to one year, they live a lot longer than we do. It's not, it's, they don't live the same time, but in a very squeezed up way, like Campbell's condensed soup, they live a lot less long than we do, mm. cats, dogs, generally. They do if I catch all of them, let me tell you that. For goodness sake, Tom Basden, by the way, is our guest today, who is a, a multi-talented young comedian, just what I need to come on the show. Talented. Yeah, and show me up. I mean, I'm trying And relax, OK? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've had... Can I just read out a little uh, text to you, Frank? Um, from Michelle. It's in... Go on. Well, you remember you were talking about the sugar babes? Oh... 
I feel bad about that now. I've got guilt. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about it some more. Um, Shell says, Frank, in a few months, Russell Brand will be interviewing you about your radio scandal, which will undoubtedly be nicknamed Babesgate by lazy journos. <laughs> oh, Shell. Oh, oh, Frank. I was just making a point. There was an inconsistency of email. I'd be very happy if they were all like natural looking. I like women like that. Uh, there's going to have to be a sacrifice. I like women lamb. that you can lie, not on, but amongst. <laughs> but um, don't get a skinny one in then. You know, okay. keep, 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 you know, sisters are doing it for themselves. Don't, don't let the side down by saying, by giving in and saying, well, we better have one skinny one. Be all natural. That's what I'm saying. Or, or, or look like the fall, because they look great. Oh. Um, now, listen, you're not the only one to have had a moment of shame this week. I disgraced have myself. Have had a moment of shame? Well, yeah, I think you, we all You're right. Yeah. I feel bad about the sugar um, I disgraced myself this week, Frank Did and you? Gareth. Yeah. Oh, good. What happened? Well, um, you know, I work at InStyle magazine. And there is a canteen yeah. upstairs. I don't often go to the canteen, I won't lie, the intern goes for me. But... The Please intern? I... Hold on, what is this? What is this? <laughs> Dr. Kildare? <laughs> what is the intern? Like the work experience person, you oh, know, okay. who's coming in to learn Skippy. about magazines. Yes. Um, and what colour I like my tea. So, um, I, went, I braved the canteen. I thought I'll mix myself amongst the canteen people. But I didn't really know the ways of the canteen people. Mm. I didn't know what to do. So I went to get... A Great ba- name for a band, that would be, <laughs> canteen people. I went to get a baked potato. Yeah. Yes, I eat carbohydrates sometimes. <laughs> and I put some salad. I'd say garnish, I'd call it. Not even salad, just a little, like five pieces. Had it not in- even a full garnish. Sort, yeah. of sort of an elf garnish. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put it in the polystyrene box at the canteen people favour. Went to pay... <laughs> And the woman looked at me, and I suppose, if I'm honest, I half wondered about the salad. I yes. thought, you know, I did have a moment of mm. thinking, oh, that's too good to be true, it's but free. did you declare the salad? I didn't, Frank. I went through the green channel. If it was customs, I'd have gone through the green channel. OK. Mm. Because it is, was it a filling? Well, I don't know. Well, I can't... no. A salad is a salad. Becoming a filling. I haven't been Even to if the it's a garnish. Style. So anyway, so the lady looked at me, and she went, baked potato? I said, yeah. <laughs> and she said... Open box, please. <gasps> oh! What? I said, oh, what do you mean? Went, Open the box, please. <laughs> oh! Oh, dear. It's, oh, it's like, a, it's like a shake's wife in Harrods. <laughs> it sounds a bit like I give me your papers. <laughs> Crossing the board. It was all the box. Well, there was about eight people behind me all looking, loving it, loving I me bet. being brought down. So I said, I styled it out, I opened it, I went, yes, there's salad there, there's salad. And she said, 30p extra, please. <gasps> 30p. Oh. And did you pay? Oh, did you? I had to. Christ. I had to get my coppers out. It was so disgraceful. Do you think the siren would have gone up if you'd have left with it? <laughs> Salad siren. I won't be going there again. Mind you, I'm not going to anyway. Well, now we come to um, every week I play The Fall on this show. It was the best band in the world. And I'm playing this Fall track especially for Salad Thieves <laughs> everywhere and for Emily in particular. Absolute Radio. We weren't expecting that, Emily Dean. That was Open, open, the, open box. the Box Octosis by the four. <laughs> and Tom Basden has joined us. Good morning, Hi. Tom. Hi. Morning. Now, I went to, uh, to the theatre on um, Thursday night to see Tom's play, which is called uh, Party. And I must say, and I'm not saying this because he's here, it was fabulous. I laughed consistently throughout. It was great, Tom. Oh, thanks, Frank. I mean, the test will be what you say as soon as I leave. No, no, honestly. No, it's very kind of you. Honestly. No, that is, he said he laughed at it. If he didn't, he would have said, people were really laughing That's at what him. I always <laughs> do. Yeah. 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 He want does say that. the guest to work that out. On a or what he says, Tom, he'll go, oh, God, yeah, you're working so hard on that. Yeah. You're doing so well <laughs> with that, aren't like you? are having such a good time up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't you do any of your poetry anymore? <laughs> That's what he's sort of thing he says. <laughs> no, anyway. Well, that's, he, yes, there is some truth in that. But as you can see, I did genuinely like it. And uh, I'm at, I felt I watched a show not long ago. I won't say what it was. But a man came up to me in, in the interval and said, I watched your face during that. You didn't laugh once. And that's yeah. terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you know what, though? I guess you, you run that risk when you've got a recognisable face. Then that, like... Um, uh, a mate of mine was in Othello a while ago at the Donmar, and for some reason there was like a couple Lenny of Henry. seats that were no, it wasn't, no, no, no. Um, I mean, his face very recognisable, but um, and uh, there were a few seats that were lit up, and in one of those seats, Meryl Streep was sitting, and <gasps> oh. someone was in the audience just saying that everyone just watched Streep. 
for the oh. whole show. So you've yeah. got, and basically you're just watching Streep watching Othello, and that was that was then the show. It was a sort of interpreting <laughs> it through her reactions, the whole thing. I, that sounds all right to me, they say. Really? I would, I wouldn't mind William watching Streep watching. watching Othello. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It gives it a certain Streep credibility, <laughs> we might say. <laughs> so tell me, um, when did you begin as a comedian? Um, what do you call you? When someone says to you, what do you do, what, what, what do you answer? Because you seem to do loads of stuff. I don't tend to say uh, that I'm a comedian because people can get a bit sort of um, funny about that. Like if, it's, if you sort of meet people and uh, like just strangers and friends through friends, yeah, and th- then I'm sure you've probably had that. Where I've lied in the past. But, you know, before you were sort of very well known, I'm sure when you say I'm a comedian, people go, oh, right, yeah, you're really funny. Yeah, Something exactly. Like, oh, you think you're a comedian. Yeah, yeah, people assume you're rubbish. Yeah. So yes. I've kind of got into the habit of just saying that I'm a writer or an actor, really. OK. I'd find that easier. It's a yeah. probably a good idea. And yeah. people tell you jokes as well, which is... Uh, yeah. So couldn't you... If someone is going to come... I should say that the play is called Party and it's on at the Arts Theatre. That's right, yeah. Which they say is in Leicester Square, but it isn't quite, is it? Oh, it's just off. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's far enough for me. There's only cinemas in Leicester Square, though. I mean, give them a break. Well, there is the Leicester Square Theatre. But, but hey, we don't want to plug slightly off. Is yeah. it really? Yeah, slightly. Oh, slightly. slightly. I thought it was slightly off, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. this is an interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, can you... Um, when, when can they go and see, and what will they see? Can you give us a, a little taste of what, what the play is about? Uh, yeah, it, well, uh, first thing, you can see it until the 13th, and it's, we're not doing it tomorrow, but we've got two today, and then it's next week. And it's, um, it's about a group of um, young idiots who are starting a new political party, but they're completely clueless and, and sort of struggle with everything, including, like, the... Name like all the students, colour. basically, Tom, they reminded me of, to be honest. Yeah, I think, I, I think so. They're sort of... Uh, they're, they're a bit like what I was like, I think. And so I find it a little bit humiliating, kind of doing it and kind of sort of thinking, oh, people are laughing this, so it's fine, I've turned it into something funny, but at the same time, this is eerily exactly what I was like. I was yeah. an opinionated idiot. But that's good, because you've made laughing at you into an art form now, rather than just something that hurts very much Yeah, indeed. exactly, rather than, yeah, rather than have to kind of uh, face those demons through therapy or something. <laughs> I think you'll find that will come. Yeah. For the moment, <laughs> yeah, for the moment. Yeah. Now, let's, let's put it in a play. Well, I love it, and uh, we'll talk more about it in a sec. And uh, Tom Baston is with us. Tom Baston, who is in and who wrote Party, oh, yeah. which I went to saw Thursday night. And as I say again, was very, very funny to the point of... You know, Tom, I not only laugh when the audience laughed, but I laughed on my own <laughs> as well. <laughs> I laughed because I laughed l- so long at some bits in it that I continued to laugh into, into the serious bits. Not that it's heavy on oh, serious you, That bits. was you. That was me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you think I was doing that, spoiling my timing. That was, that was me. Yeah. It wasn't a deliberate act of... Um, I'll tell you what I, n- I notice is that you are, you're a big collaborator. Uh, yeah, I suppose I am. See, uh, I, I find that that's a new trend in comedy. That When I started in comedy, whatever it was, 25 years ago nearly, there was none of that. People really weren't... You know, you got double acts and stuff, but, yeah. ba- but pe- you didn't get, like, cooperatives of comics that were a bit like... You're in a thing called Cowards, uh, yeah. For example. I, I mean, I'm, yeah, because I've, I've done Cowards with that's with three others, and then I do stuff with just Tim, and then um, is that Tim Key? Yeah, exactly. he's a friend of the show. He's been oh, on. Oh, he's a friend. Hold on a minute. We'll give him the official um, friend of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not saying we asked him first, but he did come on. For no, no, that's no, the right. show was on first. I mean, you know, okay, okay. That, that's yeah, don't want any trouble. I've been a friend of a friend of the show, and now exactly, exactly. If only we had that link, Tom. I'd hit that now. But do, do you, uh, so would you approach another comic and say, I want you to, uh, what about doing something together? Um, I guess within reason, but... Uh, See, I'd find that frightening. There's no way, I couldn't ask you now, yeah. Tom, yeah, what about me again. and you do a play? Because I, I, I think, I All can't right. cope with the rejection. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I once wrote to Alan Bennett and asked him if really? he wanted to write a play with me. You can imagine his response, I think. Um, well, it's I, a very sweet question. <laughs> I'm rather busy at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of Richard Griffiths for my next play, but it might be you. you know, yeah. Yeah. Aren't you afraid of rejection, though, when you approach others? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess, but that, I guess that sort of goes for anything, doesn't it, really, when you sort of, if you ever want to sort of get someone else to do something, either for or with you, um, you're going to get a bit of that. But, I mean, um, I, th- I think the people that, that I've worked with, is, it's come quite organically, where I've just sort of um, known them 
sort of for a while and the, the, I don't think there's been a sort of like a kind of like asking someone out kind of situation where you sort yeah. of you know, work, work, work with me and then and then you kind of have to retract it very quickly if they sort of don't look interested yes um, so it's sort of been quite straightforward I think really no traumas uh, no, not really. And I think that the thing is, as well now, is that it's a really nice way of kind of splitting costs of, 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 of <laughs> doing, costs. Of doing <laughs> edible shows. Honestly, doing edible shows is so expensive that if you can split costs with people, it's absolutely brilliant. That's why they did fantasy football, so they could split the costs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for Dave's half. <laughs> Well, I never thought of the, the cost save. So, yeah, no, it's completely mercantile. I don't like any of these people. I don't even think they're talented. They're just, just bankrolling my work. So what is your next um, project? Have you got something already on the go? Um, I'm, I'm, ma- I'm mainly writing at the moment, to be honest. I mean, I've just recorded... We've, we did the... We, I turned the play into a sitcom for Radio 4, so I recorded four O's episodes, and they're going to be out, out from the 10th onwards. Um, and then, um, uh, yeah, then I'm sort of writing um, bits and bobs and trying to get people to kind of film them and stuff. Um, but Can I, I tell you, by the way, I had a meeting at Channel 4 yesterday, and as I left the room... I said, I saw this play called uh, Party. I think you should turn it into a sitcom. So I ended up pitching your That's play. Great. To me to the That's great. You, you are trying to collaborate. Exactly. I'm a, yeah, I'm a covert <laughs> collaborator. Yeah. You'll never know I was involved at all. Well, I'll just, I'll just be a point where I look at the contracts and see that you, you're sort of owed 50% of all the money we make. <laughs> it's your idea. <laughs> No, so that's absolutely true. No, so, that's brilliant. Well, so oh, you well, might, thank you. And then one of the blokes I spoke to said he was going to see it this week, so anything could happen. Oh, great. But, hey, I'm, I'm doing my bit to help, <laughs> to help the youth. You've got to help the youth. That's the way I see it. Yeah. No, thank you. Now, I'm going uh, to play... I, I don't know if you're aware of this, Tom, you're probably not, but I get to play um, two tracks of my own choice no, each hour. Oh, great. Right. So this is one of them. Well, it's not always great. I think... Many of the listeners was rather I just stuck to the playlist. I'll be straight with you. I see. But, um, Are you kind of willfully obscure? No, choices? no. I just there's certain things I like that not other people yeah, necessarily. I, w- like. I would never have guessed from the name of this one. It sounds just very what amazing. Gilgamesh by Filthy Pedro and the Carthaginians. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Oh, why couldn't that be on the absolute <laughs> playlist? <laughs> You're such it. a such a. You like to just pigeonhole people. <laughs> absolute radio. We're here with Tom Baston, who. Um, He's talking about his play... I can't remember... forgetting the name. Party. Party, yeah. yeah. I want to say arts, because it's at the Arts Theatre. That's the kind of... That's because you were once in art. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's why you keep thinking <laughs> of that. It's all make... Oh, I understand now. There's more than one play. <laughs> it's not just art. <laughs> every theatre. No, <laughs> see, I'm stuck going to the theatre. So I thought, I've seen it now. I've seen it for three months. Oh, what well, made such a fool of myself. I tell you, I made a fool of myself when I was at your play. What did you do? Oh, I did a terrible really? faux pas. <gasps> oh, you see? know about it, Tom. I told you. And I've, I, I met when what I went up to Johnny Sweet. Oh, oh, let oh, me just yeah, get comfortable. No, no, you did I, tell me that. I love yeah. a story oh, where you yeah. embarrass yourself. I, w- I went up to Johnny Sweet, who's in the play as well. Mm. He's in one of the and actors. And I said, yeah, well, it was great. I really loved it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, uh, I'll, you know, I'll see you on Saturday morning. He said, well, why? What's happening? And I said, well, you know, you're <gasps> doing this, yeah. Oh, oh no, it's so terrible. But then he thought he'd been propositioned as well. He oh, sort of thought no. we were going to go away for a weekend with him. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I forgot. Now you come to mention it, and what I was actually doing was propositioning you, of course, but <laughs> right. it was a mistake. And I thought, well, I'd better go now, because he's going to be hurt. Yeah. Um, and then I went up to Tom, and then to make it worse, I told Tom about that, thus saying I didn't. I just that's that very you. Thing, can I then just I say? said to you, well, I didn't. I thought that was you, and blah blah blah. But uh, you're right to come clean. Otherwise, I'd have sort of discovered the next day that you'd, you'd gone around to about forty people in the yeah. uh, way afterwards, <laughs> <laughs> including <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Tom. Is it? Up to Katie Wicks. Are you Tom? Where's Tom? <laughs> so I apologise again, oh. Tom. I felt so terrible. Do you know I actually lay in bed that night thinking about that with a slight shudder on. Oh, yeah. Really? What do you mean a shudder on? Like, what you know, you don't, don't ask. You know, you, <laughs> you know when you got a slight tremble in the shoulder. You, you, you're about mm. to go into cringe mode, cringe. but you're holding it back. You're sitting on the on the brink of a cringe. Yeah, that's right. what Carol Vorderman is like on question. Oh yeah, yeah. don't. I think the whole started. nation, it sounds like, it were on the brink mm. of a cringe. <laughs> a brink of a cringe is. I like that. The right. brink of so the I'm cringe. So, I'm sorry, Tom. And no, no, it, not it at won't all. happen again. I felt so bad about it. And when you're a comedy elder statesman, I think you've got a responsibility to to know the youth. 
Yeah, <laughs> rather than become a sort of Prince Philip of comedy, just kind of... Uh... Yeah, to make it one <laughs> You did very part. well, were you in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I was like. <laughs> oh, no, that's what you did at that diversity thing, wasn't it? I know, it was terrible. Did a diversity. <laughs> did I know it seems hard to anyway. believe, but he did. <laughs> yeah, well, I like to do my bit yeah. for, the, for the minorities. And we played the specials on here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not. I worked that out, but I don't no, like where, I where don't I'm like going with the calculation. So do don't forget to mention your your website, Tom. Cause that's oh yeah. Important. Well, no, it's not mine. It's just uh, uh, my producer's you sort can't of drilled any old like a mantra. <laughs> Uh, it's no, it's not one. Well, no, it's uh, it's artstheaterwestend dot com where we, you can get all your all your sort of ticket needs. Um, okay, that's that's all it offers. It's not like um, it's not like Twitter and things. Well, be, and are the tickets for art available? Uh, I don't. I don't even know if it's still right. on. I don't let think it's let no, art go. Not. Move on. Okay, it happened. You were great. <laughs> So I heard it was uh, <laughs> it was it was a special time for me. <laughs> <laughs> so people can go and see you today and yeah, tonight. Yeah, we're on at three this afternoon and then half seven tonight. And that's the Arts Theatre, and they say Leicester Square, but it isn't quite. You right. can see Leicester Square from outside of it, but you know I, it, you wouldn't want to throw. don't sit in the Argon Dars. Right, <laughs> thinking. Well, I'll be. You know, I can. I, I, I can leave at two minutes to show time yeah, because you're gonna. You're gonna have to allow at least eight. You've got to cross the road. Oh, well, I'm glad we've cleared that up. Yeah. on the radio. Well, who doesn't go to the Hagen Dars? I, I can. They... I can meet people at the Hagen Dars at seven twenty-eight. Could necessary. you take a little why party? Don't, why? Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> but why would you meet at the Hagen Dars? Just go to a members' club or something. Oh. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> no, okay. Emily's from a completely different world. <laughs> it really, honestly, it's like it's like wife swap sometimes. This show, <laughs> and I'm it's this working class bloke has ended up with the posh bird, which can be great for a night, but for a lifetime, <laughs> it's too much. Tell well, me look, about Tom, it. Um, I, I honestly, honestly, and for anyone on, I really would go and see party. It's very, very funny indeed, and you were it's, it's brilliantly written, and you were very good in it. So well done, mate. Oh, thanks, Frank. And. Um, Go today, that's what I say. And uh, thank oh, you. I definitely will. I'll be there. Tonight. I think you should go, otherwise <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be hell to pay. But do stop off at the Hagen Dars. Yeah. That wasn't an advert, by the way. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Don't forget that on Wednesdays you can get our midweek podcast, which is completely original material, which isn't on the show. Mm. Yeah. We've had a text in on 812.15 complaining about me. Yes, complaining about me. Oh, dear. From Adam. I'm going through the Rolodex to see if I know any exes called Adam. Very do have, probably. Do you have a Rolodex? Oh, yeah. And, I, I, and all your exes will go on to one <laughs> Rolodex. I'm amazed at that. I thought you'd need microfiche. <laughs> you should never have made him eat that apple, you know. Oh. <laughs> I know she's old, but that's really impressive, don't, isn't it? Don't, don't. Uh-oh. <gasps> I'm not going to press the button. Can no. I bother? Good on you. Frank, don't let Emily make you feel bad about your sugar babes comment. It's not going away, that, Frank. No. How can she be morally superior? B has an E after it. How can she be morally <laughs> superior when she works for a style magazine promoting superficiality? Adam. Well, absolutely correct. <laughs> yes, and, and is nothing but a common thief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, and yet she comes in here, height height You know what, I'm not morally superior, but I'm superior in pretty much every other way. So there you go. I remember Steve, Coo- <laughs> Steve Coogan told me he'd written a letter to Club International, which is a, let's call it a, gl- a glamour magazine. <laughs> and he said, I particularly like Stephanie on page 17 in your uh, July issue. She really is. And then he said some various things about yes. what she looked like and her various attributes. And at the end, he said, yeah, please, more, more, more and more close-ups. And then at the end, he wrote, P.S., why do you exploit women? <laughs> 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 no reply, needless to say. So I'll tell you what I did this week. I what? did something very youth. I watched Twilight. You oh. know, the, like the cult... Oh, not that vampire thing. Yes, with Robert Pattinson. Oh, oh the big... not, not, not when day fades into night. No, I didn't watch okay. that. No, I've watched that many times. <laughs> yes. I liked, in fact, I liked it so much, I've named this section of my career after it. Um, <laughs> Why did you go and see that? I didn't go and see it. It was on uh, Sky Anytime. Oh, God. Flexible, you see. So I watched it, and uh, first mm. of all, my girlfriend was saying, oh, I didn't realise he actually is really good looking. Every woman who sees it says this. I didn't. I His, his hair... <laughs> It looked like a, a drawing of a fire. <laughs> mm. 
And I hate that on men. I oh, I know that. exactly what you mean. I hate that drawing what, like, of a fire look. Like Jedward, you mean? Well, yeah, or Jedford. I think Jedward is a, is a, it's gone out of control. Yeah, that's I think a proper Jedward blaze. Is, that's a 999 fire. That's a bush okay. fire, yeah. yeah. exactly. It's more of a, that's more like, um, you, what, what, what was the event when the apostles were visited in their room? Funnily enough, I can't, um, I don't know. And, the, and tongues of fire yeah, appeared on their head. Pentecost, Pentecost yeah. yeah. Tongs of fire. That's what they have. They've been visited <laughs> by the by the um, yes. Uh, anyway, so I watch it and I I like the vampire bit. Oh, you don't. I didn't, I didn't like Teen Frank. Lock. I can't honestly. That's my. I'm phobic about those vampire things. I hate well, that's, it. That's not a phobia. Because, no, it is a phobia. No, because a phobia is an irrational th- fear, and surely fear of people who will bite your neck and suck no, you, make you on dead. I'm scared of people making me watch those terrible films. I can't bear it. You won't watch any vampire no, films? No, I can't bear It's just, you're watching a nice thing and you think, oh, this looks nice. It's all about relationships and there's a nice man and a woman and then someone goes, <laughs> and there's all fangs and blood and Gary Oldman glasses and top hats and, and rubbish I, like that. I can't, it's not real, it's awful. That's how I find relationships in general. <laughs> No, but I hated the love bits in it. Him and that, um, oh, that girl with the small lips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, she did have small lips. Um, and, but I, I liked that those bits were... You know, you know, like in Titanic, where an hour in you're thinking, oh, where's the iceberg? It was a bit like that. I'm, no. I'm wanting, wanting people to be eaten. I was watching Titanic thinking, why doesn't she go off with that nice bloke upstairs on the upper deck? Never mind that Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. That's what I thought. Well, I, I dare say you were thinking, what on earth is she doing on the lower deck? Well, that did cross my mind. Yes. Hmm. Absolute Radio. Um, We've got Paula from Reading. When I worked in a vet's a few years ago, there was a cat called Dangerous Brian. He was so small and timid. Brilliant name. Was it act- his actual name, or did they just that was his, that's what they called? Um, yeah, they called him Dangerous Brian, oh, but that is with all animals. They're not; they don't have an actual name. You just what people call them. Oh, oh God, I've I've gone to the trouble <laughs> of getting mine proper legally registered. <laughs> <laughs> I've wasted quite a lot of time and money. It seems. Oh no! Oh no! Well, well, what, 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 what I hope Stephen Sprange has enjoyed this. We haven't yeah. heard from him. We haven't I'm heard just from saying. Stephen Sprange, but no, maybe he's, maybe he listens. To what do we reckon his latest cat should be called then? Finally, what was our favourite? I liked Alan Cat. Alan Cat. Yeah, I like that. Definitely. I like Oedipus. Yeah. Oedipus was very yeah. good indeed. Oedipus. And I need a uh, classical education, though, to really appreciate it. Yeah, that, but that, that, that's all right. And I do like General Sterling Price. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good name for a cat, and it's got a John Wayne connection. Um, ben Jones has arrived. He's, oh, has he? He's, we he's better start speaking. clearing off. He's not speaking to me at the moment. He's upset about last no, week. No, he's wearing full legal gowns. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that? So what have you got on this Jump week, Em? Uh, why oh. don't, what have you got on, I say, as if I don't know, as if she hasn't been going on about it all week? Nothing, oh, I'm not goodness. doing anything. I'm just going on the news on Monday. And then... Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I'm go- I might be popping Have up. you seen this woman? <laughs> <laughs> yes, salad thief. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the salad theft. I'm talking Watch about Oscar leaves. fashion. I'm going to be oh. on... I- I've I don't never think- heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar fashion, what yeah, do you do? You remember his brother Justin? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, go on. So what am I going to wear, though? What, are you, what news are you going to be on? Because people want to tune in, because we've had about 90 texts today saying there's something wrong with your webcam and it's not yeah. pointed at Emily. But they oh. don't want to see me and you, guys. Oh, I That's love crazy. our listeners. They're the best listeners ever. Oh, yeah, but why do they want to see just staring at you? Not the people who want to go on the webcam, <laughs> they don't want to see us. No, they don't. <laughs> Don't make it, have we got any gay listeners who want to look at us and how lovely we are? No. Or girls, even. I forgot about them. I forgot they like men as well. Someone did one me out mind. once on the show. Maybe who did? Someone did, I'm sure. Someone chatted you out? No, I think one of the guests offered so. you out for a fight. <laughs> yeah. It was David Essex, if I remember rightly. He turned, he turned. So, um, so what news are you going to be on? I'm on, on um, it's the BBC, oh, it's what was News 24, what is it? New, BBC News Channel I'm on. Oh, oh you're on that, oh, that. God, yeah, you'll, be, like you'll, be, you'll be like that cab driver who went on and got asked about... <laughs> I will! Yeah, asked about the new technology. And I will! Just, so you're going to talk about what they wore at the Oscars? Yeah, but the I The Oscars is Sunday... Uh, Sunday, so yeah. I'll be talking about that on Monday. Okay, Ooh. so it'll be all, all I'm really looking forward to that. Can we put it on, on our website or no, something? No, it's embarrassing. No, it might be brilliant. You could get discovered. <laughs> because you're only chance now that the webcam's gone down. 
Often women who get discovered and reported on the news. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I've, I've been on telly a time or two, but I still get excited if I see myself on the security cameras in the shop. <laughs> yeah. The novelty has never worn off. Anyway, we're, we're handing you over to Ben Jones. I'm going to try and get out without him punching me in the stomach really hard. And um, He's built as well. He is built. Yeah. I've noticed that. Mm. Um, yeah, good day to you. Salute Radio.